This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning into this episode of my podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be giving you my top five power rankings for the NFL. And then after I do that, I'm going to look a little bit into this upcoming NBA season. The season is only about a week away at this point. So with the NBA, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you my top 10 NBA players heading into this upcoming season. And then I will also be giving you some of my predictions for some of these season-long individual awards as well. Okay, so let's start with the NFL, and let's do those top five power rankings in the NFL right now. At number one, we have the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs currently sit at 12-1 on the season. They are on an eight-game winning streak since losing their only game this season to the Las Vegas Raiders. They also have the best point differential in the NFL. They're currently sitting at plus 122. They are, of course, the defending Super Bowl champions from last year. Patrick Mahomes looks like he has a really good case to win NFL MVP this season. The Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. They are on fire right now. They are a very dangerous team to repeat and win another Super Bowl this season. They currently sit at number one in my power rankings. Moving on to number two, we have the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are coming off of a huge win this week where they defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers and they actually won that game by double digits. So very impressive win for the Bills. In my episode last week, I said that this game had a very playoff feel to it, and it sure did. The Bills definitely scored their biggest win of the season here against a very, very good Pittsburgh Steelers team. The Bills really controlled that game from start to finish and got a well-deserved victory. The Bills now sit at 10-3 on the season and are number two in my current power rankings. Moving on to number three are those Pittsburgh Steelers. They were number two in my previous rankings. They are now number three after that loss to the Bills. The Bills jump in front of them. The Steelers started their season 11-0. They are now 11-2, so they have lost back-to-back games now to Washington and Buffalo. Look, this is still a very good team. This is still one of the better defenses in the league. They just had a rough stretch where they had to play three games in 12 days. That's a very brutal stretch stretch and they did lose the final two games of that stretch. Look, I think the biggest problem for the Steelers right now is that they're not running the ball. It's not just that they're not running it well, they're not running it enough. There's been too much passing from Ben Roethlisberger. I think they have to get back to the ground game like they were earlier in the season when I think that they were playing better. I think they have a few things just to work out heading into this final stretch of the season and into the playoffs. In the playoffs, that defense is definitely going to be a problem. You need the running game to complement that defense. The running game and defense in the playoffs can always go a long way. So if the Steelers can get back to that, I think they'll be just fine come playoff time. But for now, after that two-game losing streak, they dropped to number three in my current power rankings. Moving on now to number four in my rankings. It is the best team out in the NFC currently and the team that currently holds that number one spot in the NFC playoffs, and that is the Green Bay Packers. I said before that it looks like Patrick Mahomes has a really strong case to win MVP this season. If he's not the one to win it, I think the one to win it will be Aaron Rodgers. I do think that this race is down to the two of them at this moment. One of them is going to win that MVP award. Aaron Rodgers is having one of the best seasons of his very good career, so that is saying a lot. 
Ever since Devontae Adams got healthy on this offense, they've really been a whole different team. When Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are on the same page, that offense looks almost unstoppable. And then you add a very good running back and Aaron Jones into the mix as well. And this is a very tough team to slow down. The defense is good, not great. Their one downside is that they've had a little bit of trouble stopping a power running game at times. But this Packers team is very good. I think they are the clear best team in the NFC at the moment. And their number one seed at this moment in the NFC playoffs demonstrates that. And that's why they sit at number four on my power rankings. Okay, so fifth and finally on this list, I have the LA Rams sitting at number five. The Rams are still the only team in the NFL to have both a top five offense and a top five defense. That's obviously a very impressive thing to have. They run the ball well. They pass the ball well. They stop the run well. They stop the pass well. They do everything pretty well. I think the key for this team is protecting Jared Goff. Goff has not been great when he's been under pressure. The offense is designed for him to get the ball out fast, but as long as that O-line gives him a little bit of time to do that, this offense clicks. It's very, very hard to stop. It's well designed by Sean McVay and company. As long as he's not getting pressure in his face, very difficult to stop this offense. When you do get pressure on Goff is when he doesn't look so good and this offense really slows down. It's when he turns turns it over a little bit. So again, as long as these Rams are able to protect Goff for just a little bit for this quick release passing game, this Rams team is a very dangerous team. And if I had to pick a team right now to win the NFC and represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, I'm actually taking the LA Rams at this moment. So all of that being said, and also the fact that they have the defensive MVP in Aaron Donald and one of the best corners in football in Jalen Ramsey, I have the Rams currently sitting at number five on my power rankings, but I also think that they could be the best team in the NFC, even though they are currently behind the Packers. So just to recap, my top five power rankings as it currently sits, one, Chiefs, two, Bills, three, Steelers, four, Packers, five, Rams. Okay, so that is all I'm going to touch on in this episode for the NFL. Now I want to move over to the NBA. The NBA preseason is already underway. The regular season starts on December 22nd, so that is right around the corner. What I want to do in this episode is I'm going to start by giving my top 10 NBA players heading into this season. We'll start with number one, and I think that's an obvious one. It's still LeBron James. Look, he is getting older. I guess that's the one negative thing, even though it hasn't shown to be a negative that you can say about him. It didn't bother him last year. He played a ton of minutes. He played incredible. It was one of his better seasons even of his great career. And he obviously led the Lakers all the way to a championship. So though LeBron's age is getting up there, his performance has not diminished at all. He is easily number one on this list. Moving on to number two, I have Kevin Durant. Look, there's a big question mark over Durant's head. He is coming off of that injury off of the surgery. He has not played basketball in over a year to this point. Some may have him lower on their rankings for that reason. I am keeping him at number two because if he is still at his best, he is the second best player in the world currently behind LeBron. I will move him down if he shows to have regressed at all because of the injury and the time off. But until proven otherwise, KD is still my number two player. He may be the best 
offensive player in all of basketball. He can score from anywhere on the court. He has that over seven foot wingspan. So even when the defense is on him, he can still get the shot up over the top. He is an absolute force on offense. And for me, he is number two heading into this year, unless he proves otherwise. Coming in at number three on my list, I have Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi is one of the best, maybe the best two-way players in all of basketball. He is an incredible defensive player, one of the best in the NBA. Look, he had a kind of a disappointing playoff run last year with the Clippers. It was out of character for Kawhi in his career with the Spurs and with the Toronto Raptors. He was always a very impressive playoff clutch performer. The same did not happen this year. I'm going to cough that up to being more of a fluke this year than anything. I think he will get it back together, and he currently sits at number three on my list. Moving on to number four is another player who's had some injury concerns, and that is Steph Curry. He is fourth on my list because he is the best shooter in all of basketball. He's one of the best point guards in the NBA. Again, he does have the injury questions as well, but if he is at the top of his game, he is definitely an MVP caliber player, as we know. And with the injury to Klay Thompson this year, I think the volume that Curry is going to receive is going to be very high. I think he has a shot to be the MVP this year, and he currently sits as my fourth-ranked player heading into this season. Coming in at number five is going to be Anthony Davis, the second player from the LA Lakers. Anthony Davis is an absolute beast. He is also one of the best defensive players in the NBA. He's a seven-footer that can move like a winger. He can shoot from just about anywhere. His mid-range game is great. His post-game is incredible, and he can even put up threes when he has to as well. He is an absolutely dominating force on both sides of the ball. You can make a case that he's even higher than five, and he may be after this season, but for now, he is my fifth-ranked player. Moving on to number six, I have the reigning MVP, and that is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Look, Giannis on most people's list is probably higher than number six. For me, he is at six because he has not shown the ability to win consistently in the playoffs. He still does not have any type of consistent jump shot whatsoever, and he struggles even in the half-court offensive game. Right now, he, again, is a two-time MVP, not taking that away from him, but he's really just been more of a great transition, fast-break player, and when he's in that mode, he is 100% unstoppable. He dominates the game that way, but when defenses in the playoffs in particular are able to slow the game down a little bit, he has shown that he struggled. The Bucks have been the one seed multiple years now, and he's early exited multiple times until he can maybe put a better half-court offense together, a little bit of a jump shot, and show the ability to win in the postseason. He currently sits at number six and isn't going to get higher than that for me until he's able to do those things. Coming in at number seven, I have young superstar Luka Doncic. Look, Luka has all the potential in the world. I think he could potentially be the number one player in the NBA. Maybe even in a year or two from now, he could be that guy. I'm a big fan of Luka. He is a great floor general, a great playmaker. He is the real deal. He's still super, super young too, so it's scary that he probably
probably still hasn't even reached his full potential. It's really exciting to know that sky is the limit for Luka, and I'm really excited to see how high he goes. And even at this young age, he's already one of the most dominant players in the NBA. This Mavs team is going to go as far as Luka takes them, and this Mavs team is set for a really long time with a young superstar like this. As long as he can stay healthy, and I have no reason to believe that he can't, Luka Doncic is, in my opinion, the future of the NBA. But for this year, at this moment, he currently sits at number seven. Moving on to number eight now, we have James Harden. Look, after Kevin Durant, James Harden is probably the best pure scorer in all of the NBA. If Durant is not right this year, Harden may be that guy. He consistently averages a ton of points. He's a scoring champion. He creates his own offense as good, if not better, than anybody in the NBA. He gets to the line all the time. He is a deadly three-point shooter. Again, he is one of the most dominant offensive weapons in the entire NBA. My knock on Harden is that he has not been able to get it done in the postseason. He's had a lot of good Rockets teams. They have fallen short in the playoffs, and in some of those big games and big moments, he's had a tendency to disappear once in a while. So until he can figure that out and get that label as a clutch performer, which he does not have right now, he currently sits at number eight on my list. Moving on now to number nine, I have someone who really broke out in a big way this postseason, and that is Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has always been a very good player in the NBA. Good on offense, excellent on defense, but this was by far his best season yet. He made another jump, took it to a whole nother level this year with the Heat, carrying them in the postseason, being their leader, and getting this team all the way to the NBA Finals, despite being the five seed in the East. Butler had by far his best season, in my opinion, whether it be statistically or not, success-wise, it was definitely his best season. And he really showed the ability to lead a team, to guide them through a postseason, and as I said, he got all the way to the finals. He was incredible on that playoff run. He has jolted himself into the top 10 and currently sits at number 9 heading into this season. And finally, at number 10, I have another player who broke out in this postseason in a big way, and that was Nikola Jokic. His game is just so unique. He's sized like a big man. He's 7 feet tall and very, very big builds, but he has the skill set in the game of a guard. The offense kind of runs through him. He's an incredible passer. He's a good ball handler. He's a triple-double machine. I think Nikola Jokic is also, because of his age, is going to continually get better from here as well. Really excited to see what his game evolves into because he is such a unique player. There's really nobody else like him in the NBA right now. He currently sits at number 10 on my rankings, but I expect that to go up this year and into next year. And again, I'm really excited to see how his unique game evolves. Okay, so just to recap on that top 10, I'll run it down from 1 to 10 in order. We have LeBron, KD, Kawhi, Curry, AD, Giannis, Luka, Harden, Butler, Jokic. That is my top 10 heading into this season, which starts on December 22nd. Okay, so the final thing that I want to do in this episode is give you just a couple of my season-long individual award predictions for this NBA season. My prediction for MVP is going to be Luka Doncic. He was a top five MVP candidate last season. I think he can take that step. I told you everything I liked about him while I was doing my top 10. The fact that he's young, the fact that he's 
he's going to get even better. Sky is the limit for Luka. I think he takes another huge step forward this year, and I have him winning the MVP. Currently, that sits at plus 450 odds, four and a half to one. We're taking Luka Doncic to win the MVP. Next individual award is going to be Rookie of the Year, and my pick to win Rookie of the Year is going to be Obi Toppin from the Knicks. Though Obi is a rookie, he may already be the best player on this Knicks team. He is definitely going to see a lot of volume this season. Obi was an absolute beast at Dayton in college. He won the Wooden Award for Player of the Year last year in college. He is a great finisher around the rim. He has pretty good post moves. He is an excellent player in transition and in the fast break. Look, his jump shot still needs a little bit of work, but that's something that he can develop as he goes. Again, as I said, he may already be the best player on the Knicks team. He will definitely get a ton of volume, and he is going to be my pick to win Rookie of the Year. We are taking that at plus 600. That's 6 to 1 odds on Obi Toppin, Rookie of the Year. My next individual award prediction is one that I'm going to be taking a value play on, and that is for Defensive Player of the Year. I'm going to take Bam Adebayo from the Heat to win this award. It has great value. It currently sits at plus 1,000, so 10 to 1 on your money. Look, I know guys like Kawhi, Giannis, and AD are the three favorites to win this award. Bam is also an excellent defensive player. He took a huge leap last season and really became one of the more elite defenders in the league. He was an integral part of that Miami Heat team that won the East and made it all the way to the NBA Finals. I think he can take another big step this year. Defense is a big part of his game. And again, I'm going with that value value of 10 to 1 great price on Bam Adebayo to win defensive player of the year. My fourth and final individual award prediction is going to be the leading scorer, the points leader for this season, and I'm going with what I think is another great price and great value, and that is Steph Curry at plus 800. Getting 8-1 to one on your money with Steph Curry, one of the better scorers in the game, I think is a great price, as long as he can stay healthy, of course. And as I mentioned before when I was doing my top 10, Clay Thompson is going to miss this entire season, which means this Warriors team is going to run all the way through Steph Curry especially on the offense now. Without Klay Thompson, they don't really have a number two true scoring option. Definitely not anybody like Klay is, nobody that can shoot like Klay either. So I think Curry is going to get a ton of volume offensively. I think it's all going to be drawn up for him to score. He definitely has the offensive ability to win this award. He has the offensive ability to even be an MVP. But because of the Klay Thompson injury, because of the volume on offense, that I think Curry is going to receive. I'm taking him to win the scoring title this year at plus 800. So just to recap that, we have Luka MVP at plus 450, Toppin Rookie of the Year at plus 600, Bam Defensive Player of the Year at plus 1,000, and Curry to win the scoring title at plus 800. Okay, so that wraps up our quick little preview of this upcoming NBA season, which is already just less than a week away, which is crazy. The last season just ended, but but because of what happened with the pandemic, that's just where we stand now. They're jumping right into this next NBA season. Going to be interesting to see how that affects some of the teams who made deeper runs into the playoffs last year. I'm excited to see how that all plays out. I gave you some of my predictions for this upcoming season. 
my top 10 players heading into the year. And of course, I covered the NFL a little bit as I have done every episode for this NFL season by giving you my top five power rankings in this episode. Now, next week, we're going to be right back to the NFL as we always are. Only three more weeks left in the regular season until we're to the NFL postseason that flew by. I keep saying that every week, but it's true. It just went so fast. Can't believe that's here already. I hope you join me next week for that next episode. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter. The handle is at Adam Hole Sports. I'm on Instagram as well, but Twitter is where I have my most up-to-date news, my most information, my picks, my takes. Everything I do is on my Twitter, so check me out there. Again, it's at Adam Hole Sports. I hope you follow me there. I hope you join me for my next episode. Until then, this has been Adam Hulse. Thanks for listening.